right. Okay. So and I think and, we're gonna... and while we're while we're going through this confinement stuff, you're in the best place because here we're heading into winter. Yeah. And that will be so difficult. Yeah. Uh, in the red zones, where we are not even allowed to have one friend over. Yeah, it's so crazy. Zero. Yeah. So it's really difficult. Mm. So you, it's best where you are. You could meet on, you know, if it happens that they have confinement, at least you could meet on the beach and not be freezing to death in your boots and mitts. And yeah, yeah. So yes. it's a good place to be. It's really good. And we could have been in Victoria, which had lockdown. They're now coming out of it, but they were locked down for like five months. So it just, it kind of depends where you were in Australia. And then yes. of course, Europe's just locked down again. So Peter's parents and or his mother and his um, brother and all his... Coming! Oh, there we go. So they, yeah, they've locked down. So it's just, yeah. Wow. So hi, Sheila. Good to see you. <laughs> it's been a while. And, uh, yeah, and Renee, I don't know if you want to have your video on. She may be, just want to check in with her. Make sure she knows that her video isn't showing. Can you hear us, I Renee? Okay. I might turn mine off only because I still have, I, I got a concussion and I still have the effects of it. So I'm not looking at screens, so. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. All right. We, we will totally understand you're not ignoring us. <laughs> All right. You'll have to fill me in on that after us because I haven't heard about that. So I hope you, oops, goodness. Hang on a second. Let me just turn everything off here. All right. Hi, Renee. Do you have Welcome. some type of, Sheila, do you have some type of blue uh, protection for the, do, for screens? I, uh, yeah, I do. I just mostly don't. I just, haven't been on screen. I've just been avoiding okay. it instead. Yeah. Yeah. But if you do go on, first thing you have to get a blue uh, protection. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And Sheila, if you need to turn us off, just do whatever you need to do. Totally good, of course. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Okay. All right. Well, welcome, everyone. Renee, welcome to your first office hours. So good to see you. Can you see and hear us okay? Okay, fantastic. That's wonderful. All right, so we've got Gabby, who it's your second office hours, which is wonderful. Michelle's a veteran, so so good to always have you come back to the calls, Michelle. Sheila, as well as a graduate, and Alicia's um, almost through the course, so this is about her probably fourth or fifth call, and so really good to have everyone. So um, most of you know how we do these calls, but at the very, very end, we always get you to share your two ahas and your two action steps. So with Soulcraft, it's all about learning, but it's also always about putting everything into action. So as you're kind of going through this call, always be thinking, okay, what do I want to write down as my ahas and my action steps? And then right after the call, we have you share. So that's just to prep you. So for new people, you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't know that we had to do this. <laughs> and this is the big thing about Soulcraft that we, we teach you a lot of things, but I always want you more in action than trying to figure things out. So we have a saying that it actually comes from Marie Forleo, and I love the saying, but clarity comes through action and it doesn't come through thinking. So even when you're stuck, the best thing is just to get into action. And that's always why we have you go back to your WAP and really use that as the, the one thing that you do no matter what. Whoops, here comes Ali. Okay. All right, so, um, and I've got some really exciting news. We're, we're revising the WAP. It's, it's had many revisions throughout the years, but we're actually going to put it into a 13-week um, booklet for you. And this actually was a great idea for, that came from Vicki, because right now you're just printing out the WAP every single Sunday night, which can get a little bit tedious. So we're gonna put it together into a 13-week, which is essentially a quarter. So you'll have, for quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. And the other neat thing is we're going to bring in all the, the full and the new moon calendar so that you can be doing your intentions with the new moon and the and then celebrating and assessing with the full moon. So we're gonna bring the soul craft into it as well. We're going to have them separate. So if you don't wanna work with the moon, that's totally fine. I really encourage it because it's just a natural reminder to set your intentions and then to celebrate, assess and let go. 
and I'll, I'll give some more training on this, but it's just a very easy, natural, connective way. And I think the more we get into online things, which of course is what we do in Soulcraft as well, the more we need to make sure that we're grounded in nature and that we're still connecting with people as well, not just doing everything online. So I think that will really help you. So we should have that ready to go in about two weeks and I'll do another training on it. Um, but I think that'll be really nice. Every quarter, you'll get the new version of the new moons. You can print it out, take it to Kinko's, and I think it'll be a lot easier. And then as always, when we release it, if you think of anything that you would love it to be in, and actually, this is a good thing to ask you now. Could you be thinking, and I'll post this on Soulcraft as well, is there anything that you wish was a little bit different about the WAP? Because now is the time to tell me when we're just redesigning it. So I'll, I'll post this, but if there's something that you wish was in there, let us let us know. The other neat thing with the calendar, the course calendar, we've now put the new moon and the full moon in it so that when you download the course calendar, it will actually be in your Google calendar or your iCal. And keep it simple. In, in Soulcraft, we want you to have these beautiful rituals, but not that they're going to end up just stressing you out because it's one more thing to do. I don't want you getting up in the morning thinking, okay, I've got to meditate. I've got to look at my dream board. I've got to do my WAP. I've got to exercise. I have to do my green juice. <laughs> it gets to be too much. And we always have a saying in Soulcraft that if you get overwhelmed, don't stop, just simplify. Okay, so that's always just let go and simplify. So we simplify to amplify. So everything about this will be really, really easy, but you can start this now just using the new moon and the full moon calendar that's always free for you. New moon, just take a couple of seconds to set your intentions. Full moon is just congratulating, celebrating, relooking at your goals, and then just saying, what do I want to continue with and what do I want to let go? And we always want to be pruning and letting go because that gives more space for what's most important to you. And never worry about changing your mind. So I, as I set my intentions, when the full moon comes along two weeks later, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do a yoga teacher training. <laughs> and it's okay to say that's, that's what I don't want to do. But also we know in Soulcraft that when you've committed to doing your invites and your presentations, et cetera, we really encourage you to stick with that. And then on Sunday night, renegotiate with yourself if you need to. And that's only so that you can have the sense of integrity with yourself. And you've got once a week where you can look at what you've said you're going to do and say, okay, I did it, but that was a little bit too much. I'm going to renegotiate and maybe I'm not going to invite 10 people. I'm going to invite four people. Okay. But try, try to really stick with what you said you would do because that helps you stay in integrity with yourself. Renegotiate on Sunday night. And then you can, you can say, oh, I need to actually bring it back or I need a kick in my yoga pants, whatever it is for you. <laughs> but no matter what, even if you had a week where you're like, oh, I didn't do anything, never go into guilt or beating yourself up because that's not going to be productive. Just say, okay, that's last week and I'm getting started now. Okay, so I want this, these calls as always to be about your questions, but I did want to talk about just a couple of things really quickly and then we'll go around and everyone I think we'll be able to get to your one, at least one question. So I just wanted to talk quickly about resistance because we had that as a big topic last, uh, our last office hours. And I've done several, um, I did a blog on it last week. And then I did a resistance busting tool that should be in your inbox um, this morning. And we had given you as homework two weeks ago, because of course we had that um, the fifth week of the month, which is always our, our break. And your, your mission, should you choose to accept, was to really notice what comes up as resistance and then to ask yourself, why am I resisting that? And then to do it anyways, kind of like feel the fear and do it anyways, because we really want to realize that usually resistance is that growth edge because it's just our lizard brain, Lizzie, as we'll call her, that she wants to protect you because she's so used to keeping you, she, she doesn't want to deal with getting out of your comfort zone. <laughs> So you want to use resistance as your sign that that's where I need to go. I like to ask myself, why am I resisting it? Because there's usually a couple other things underneath of that. So like, oh, I'm actually scared it's going to be a lot more work. Oh, I'm actually scared if I start to do this course, X, Y, Z. And that, that just helps you deal with the real reasons as well. Because then you can say, well, it might be a little bit more work, yes, but it's going to help me get where I want to go. And instead of getting stressed about all the extra work this might be, I'm going to make it really simple. I'm not going to 
you know, make this be um, something where I'm crossing all my T's, dotting all my I's, or crossing all my T's, yeah, dotting, dotting all my I's, but I'm going to make it simple. Okay, so it helps you also address your fears as well. So does anyone have a story about feeling the resistance coming up and then doing it anyways? Does anyone have something they want to share? Gabby, I can see you're kind of, <laughs> do you want to share anything? Oh. Carmen, well, I'm going to confess that I worked in an office for so many, for like 15 years. And when I started working at home, I didn't feel like professional. Um, so that's why I sent you my, my working space because I have to do this. So I, I think that I'm in an office, no? because mm. if not, it's like I'm, I'm treating my, my business as a, as a hobby, not, not as, as a, I don't put that much effort into it if I'm not in an office, no? but I, I don't, I'm not taking advantage that I, I can do it here. And right now with my daughter doing homeschool, and sometimes my my husband, it, it, they they all get in my way. No? It's time for lunch or late breakfast or if they have something, they interrupt me and they don't think that I'm doing something important to me. I don't know if if I yeah, absolutely yeah the boundaries are are not as strong when you're at home. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, when my daughter was in a school, it was a little bit different, but now in the mornings it's like. She has a, an hour break in the morning, so she comes down and she wants to talk and she wants, and then I, I lose track of what I'm doing. I don't know. If, Absolutely. Um, mm. I, I go back and doing what I was doing. Mm. It's, it's like, oh, well, I get distracted and I, I start doing something else. Yeah. So mm. I think I have to do that. I, I have to get more disciplined. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a really good point because when we work from home, a we've got our family that may not realize like oh mom's home, so I can you know talk to her, etc. So that there's that, and then there's also um, if you're very used to working in an office, there's something about getting dressed and going to an office, and this is your work time, and then you come home and it's like that's your off time. So a couple of things. I mean, there's there's many ways to deal with this. Some people actually recommend getting an office. Like once you start working from home just to get an office. I personally have never done that because I love working from home. I absolutely love it. But I do have many friends who are in network marketing or even just online business builders that actually get an office because that's just been the best for them. Yeah, so I don't necessarily promote that. I think there's ways if you really want to stay home, it's totally fine. What Peter and I do, because that can happen even with couples where, you know, it's just so nice to be working in the same space. What we do is we have different places that we work. So like, say, for example, I'm working upstairs. He's got one of the bedrooms downstairs as his office. So when we get up in the morning, we connect and then we go to our separate spaces. So you kind of have to create boundaries with your family like that too. You know, where you shut, shut your door and say, I'm going to be working from nine to 12, but I'm, I'll come out and have lunch at noon. And then just explaining that, you know, I, I really love to be home, but I've got to create this time for work. Otherwise, I won't get the things done that I need to, which is also for our family. You know, this is so we can take vacations, you know, et cetera. So it's really, and Peter and I went through that too, because we love just, you know, hanging out and, <laughs> but it can be fluid too. Like we may go through like weeks where we're working in separate places. And then one more day, one day we're like, let's just work both at this table, you know, and it, it's kind of nice to make, have that change too. But what it really takes, and I really feel this is what it means to be mindful. So you know how there's a lot, a lot of stuff out there always about being mindful and being present. And really, in my mind, what being mindful is, is simply noticing what's happening in your life, whether it's working or not, and then making a plan for how to make it work for you. So really, to me, that is really what being mindful is all about. So any, another way to say, say you're feeling like anxious, you know, for the past couple of days, you know, it's, it's realizing, okay, being mindful is like, okay, I'm anxious. Why am I anxious? Maybe I've been waking up and looking at my phone early. 
you know, rather than having my morning practice. Maybe I've been watching all the news about the election <laughs> and that's caused. So it's simply noticing and then saying, okay, why? And then how am I going to change it? Because what happens for so many of us is things happen and we just, we don't stop to acknowledge that it's not working for us. And then we also don't think sometimes that we can actually make the change because we're worried about maybe hurting our family. Maybe we're going to be too strong about our boundaries, but we have to realize that this life that we want to create, we have to be very mindful of how we want to create it and then take the action steps to do so. Yeah. So the first step is just like, Ooh, I love like what I would do, Gabby, because I think you're probably similar. Like I love working from home, but I have to create this container that will work for me. And then also sharing with your family why you need this, this container, but why it will be good for them too. You know, because you want to work from home so that you can create more income, you can create more time with the family, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. And then little things like, um, you know, some people find that they like to um, like, actually like kind of have a ritual where you get dressed to go to your office. You know, so that might be like, I, I tend to wear active wear all the time because I love exercising. So like, this is my attire. <laughs> so I don't necessarily, necessarily get dressed up to go to work. But one of the steps that I do is before we go to bed at night, we make sure the dishwasher is filled, everything's cleared up here. So that when we wake up in the morning, we go into the, our work day and there's not like clutter all around. So that, that's kind of a practice for me because otherwise if I get up in the morning and there's all this clutter, I want to get it cleaned up and then that's eating into my, yeah, hi, Alicia. So I think the takeaway point for everyone, and always when we're talking about someone's question, think about how does this relate for me, to me and how does this relate to someone in my team? Because we're always trying to think, how can I make shifts for me and how can I help my team that may be dealing with this they may not now, but I can guarantee you this very thing that Gabby's talking about will come up with all of your team if they're working from home. Yeah. So this, you can kind of file this away like, oh, I've got working from home down, but I'm going to file this away for what I will say to one of my team members when this comes up for them. So for you, just think, is there anything in my work environment? Because I think all of us are working from home. That's not quite working. And what, what plan could I put in place? So something for me recently is I had gotten really busy, so I wasn't doing my morning practice. And so about a month ago, and it was really interesting, I was working with the soul proers who are graduates from this course who go on to a, a smaller mastermind. And one of them was really focused on her brand and figuring out her mission and her purpose. And it re-inspired me because I was telling her, you've got to have a morning practice. And I always say, I cannot tell other people what I'm not doing. <laughs> and I was like, well, I've let my morning practice go. So a month ago, I restarted having that half an hour where I'm looking at my, for me, it's not so much more about dream boards because I've done that for 20 years. It's more looking at my mission. It's more looking at my brand. It's looking at my avatar at who I'm serving. You know, am I filling my mission? And my life has been so much better because I've had that non-negotiable back into practice again. Now for, for everyone I know, and I wanted to actually talk about your morning practice. So you know how we're, we're, we talk a lot about this in Soulcraft where your morning practice includes that morning ritual that you do with the questions. And then you're looking at your dream board, you're looking at your WAP, and then be sure there's some type of practice in there that's either breathing moving like it could just be free dance meditating but something that helps move your energy and get you connected to something else journaling's good too but i'd really suggest like something where you move like qigong breathing a little bit of free dance just to get your energy moving first thing in the morning because that that gets everything flowing how is everybody do you or is everyone doing your morning practice that morning ritual so, so, okay. If that's one thing, like when we, when we think of, okay, what's the most important, that morning ritual is, I feel one of the most important things because it sets your day up right and it will make you less reactive during the day. And it will give you that inspiration and the, um, this, 
bigger sense of joy and connection to yourself and ability to handle anything that comes your way. And the morning practice, I mean, I've talked about creating your day for forever. But as I said, probably the last four or five months, I wasn't doing it. And then snap, you know, all of a sudden when I started talking to Anne, I was like, you need to do this. And oh my goodness, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and as soon as I started doing it, everything starts to flow better. So, and it doesn't, remember, if you have a busy morning, you don't have to do 30 minutes. You simplify down to five minutes. Okay, but by and large, I would say five days a week, you've got to be doing a morning practice of some sort. Gabby, you were, you were going to say something? How long do you recommend to exercise just to, feel, to get energized? 10 minutes, 20, 30? Uh, because I do, I do that 10 minutes, the, the routine, but not counting the exercise. Good, good, good. Okay. I, I would suggest even five to 10 minutes, you know, something. Okay. So it could be really like, even like just a yoga practice where you're, you're just moving just the energy. Fresh. Yeah, exactly. It could be a little bit of dancing, something that we're doing. And I'm going to see if the fellow that we just started doing this would, would do a little video that I can share with you. So we're doing a very short Qigong practice which I've never really done Qigong before, but it's just moving energy and I've been feeling really good. And when I look on, on YouTube, they're very complicated, which is probably why I've never done Qigong. But his was simple and beautiful. So I'm gonna see if he will do a video and then share that with you. And that's what I've been doing only this past week for the last, um, since Sunday, since I started with him. And it's just five to 10 minutes. So yeah, I would say, and if you're pressed for time, just do five minutes. And even just what feels good. And all you want to think about is opening your body, opening the channels and moving the energy. Yeah, it gets the stuckness out. And it just, Im imagine if when you start your day, you feel better, you're more resourceful, you're more connected, everything just works better. Yeah. So, so I would say that's probably one of your most important things. And I know, Alicia, you just said, I get really excited to do my morning practice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really, it's, it's your, your time. I mean, I've, I've heard of women that have children that it's just, you know, I know you've got a little one, so it's probably a very, very familiar feeling. But they'll, they'll just go into their closet or their bathroom, even for five minutes, just to have that, that little time for yourself to connect to something bigger. Yeah. How does that feel for everybody? Yeah, okay. So whether it's, I wouldn't recommend doing more than 30 minutes because you won't do it. And then, so typically my morning practice is 10 minutes to 20, 25 max. Yeah. So when I have more time, like on Sunday, I kind of like to just do a little bit more, but typically that's my morning practice. Yeah, which for me, and, and in Soulcraft, we're recommending you look at your dream board, you're doing your WAP, you're doing your morning, asking yourself the questions. Yeah. And for me, I'm, I'm super focused on my purpose, super focused on who I'm serving and how can I best serve them. And those, those are all things that we're going to move you towards. So I'm really taking you on this journey from where I started, where you guys are to where I am now, like you're going to be pulled through all of that. Was there, I think, oh, Michelle, did you have a question? Yes. Uh, no, not really a question, but I just wanted to um, uh, affirm what you're saying is, is so true. Um, and uh, I find, I love like some type of routine in the morning where I can you know, stretch. Yes, so important, like even five minutes <clears throat> is, is good. And... Um, also, like, I like to read and just, you know, pray a bit and whatever. So, it, and when I don't do that, the day's not as good. Yeah. It's yeah. so true. So yeah. true. And I've had young children. Now they're having kids of their own. So I know how you feel when you have little ones and you have to, to um, attend to them right away. So the trick, if you can... It depends, of course, when they wake up. But if you can have just, you know, a 10 minute before that they do wake up, that really helps. 
or after all the morning busyness is done, then you can take some time. Mm. And I, I notice my grandchild, uh, when she wakes up, like we unbundle her and, and just naturally a baby, oh, they, they, they stretch for minutes, you know, just naturally. They're like four months old and they're like, oh, doing all stretching out <laughs> and, and waking up. And it's like, hey, we need to learn from, from that and, and do the same. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I agree with the non-negotiable, you know, to, to do that. Yeah, it's such a such a good point about little kids, how they stretch or like cats or dogs, like after they yeah. sleep, it's always. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to know, like when we started this Qigong on Sunday, Peter and I came home the next day. We're like, OK, let's do it. And we can't remember what he did. So we're just kind of doing our own thing and it still feels as good, you know, so your your body knows how it needs to open up. Yeah. The other thing too, it's, these are some of the quickest ways to gain more centeredness and groundedness in yourself. And the more centered and grounded we become, the more attractive we are to other people that may want to join our business. So it's just these simple little things that we will feel better, but also we gain in our, our personal power and our personal integrity, just everything. And people can feel that. So it, it makes Soulcraft is always this, this beautiful balance between business and life. And by making sure that your life works, your business will work better too. Now, just notice if you have, now I know Alicia, this isn't happening for you. You're like, I love my morning practice. <laughs> but you may, like when I decided a month ago, I'm going to get back into my, my morning practice, I hit that resistance too. And I was like, why am I hitting resistance? And it's, I knew it's just because, again, it's Lizzie coming out saying, I just want to keep you smaller. And so I was like, I'm going to do the morning practice no matter what. And three days after that, then I'm back into the zone. And I, now I would never give it up. I mean, I'm sure in two years, I'm going to have a, you know, fall off it again, just like we always do. We're always like a bike. We, we're going a little bit to the left. We come back to center, a little bit to the right, come back to center. But just be mindful that you may hit resistance with doing your morning practice. And just remember the blog, that's totally normal. And then just do the thing that we're, feel the fear, resistance is my sign. And do it when, even when we feel overwhelmed, just simplify, and then we still keep going forward. And one last thing about Michelle, I love that the, the morning practice, don't feel like you have to do anything that I've said. I, I love Michelle that you said, like, I read, I pray, like, make it feel good for you. You know, what, whatever works for you is, is great. You know, that's your sacred time to feel sourced and connected to you and something bigger. Okay, one final thing before we get into the questions. So we talked about um, resistance, of course. So this week I want to um, encourage you to keep focused on what am I resisting, do it anyway, your morning practice for sure. And one of the quickest ways I find to work with resistance is, and this is such a big part of soul practice, why it's in your day planner, eat your frog before noon. So if there's anything that you're resisting, try to do it before noon because it will get done. And also you'll feel this energetic lift and you'll, because you know what it's like when you've, you've got this thing hanging over you that you, you keep not doing. <laughs> it's the worst thing for your morale. You feel guilty. It's just like a big stress. So my rule is if I'm resisting something that I know I need to do and I want to do, I have to at least take a step before noon. So it might be like your taxes. Of course, now we're not, we're all finished our taxes. Taxes are going to take more than one, you know, one time. So you just have to do like maybe half an hour before noon and the next day, half an hour before noon. But as a practice, I found not only do things get done, but I get rid of the stress and the guilt and we want to be light beings. Yeah. So we don't want to have these things that are weighing us down. And so energetically, I find that really helpful. And that's why we put it on your day planner. Eat your frog before noon. So you don't, so you don't forget. All right. Any, any comments or um, feedback or things on that? Yes, Alicia, go ahead.
Sorry, I had you on mute because Bella's watching a, a, uh, some musical. Well, <laughs> to keep her <laughs> occupied while I'm while I'm on the call in the lounge room with her, so that's why I've I've got it muted. But yeah, so I just put in the um in the, the chat box. So I know that I guess the the before noon thing is a um it's it's kind of a metaphor anyway and like to get things done first that you know that you're resisting but I guess like I'm I guess maybe because I'm still feeding at night and not getting like the solid <laughs> the solid mm. sleep I struggle um with focus um because my business time is is Bella's nap time in the beginning uh, in the middle of the day mm. and um and then she actually started dropping her naps this week as well um so I mean I used to be a bit of a night owl and I could go through and what I actually did last night is I I don't I stopped drinking coffee and I'd um mm. I had a coffee at night so that I could actually get um, a couple of things done. I just really wanted to hone in on. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I really wanted to um, shoot. Yeah, she's playing with her shoes. <laughs> I really wanted to sit with the soul of my business and gain clarity around not just finishing off this year, which I felt that I was just looking a little bit short term. Um, but just really rolling into it to, so that it's setting up a really beautiful beginning of next mm, year um, and also looking at really what I want to create for next year. Um, and I think I've been looking short term because I'm just like kind of grabbing, <laughs> grabbing at moments. Like I have got structure and I've got clarity around you know, my days and what um, I want to get done in that day. Um, it's definitely not necessarily turning out to be um, a reality, but I'm finding it a lot easier to um, like I get really clear on on what's important mm-hmm. and, and what's not, and mm-hmm. and doing those things first. I guess that's like eating the frog yeah. anyway. Um, but I've just I think I've just realised that this morning she's quite okay to you know play with her shoes or, or whatever. And so I, I had morning as our time because, like, she can get a little bit grumpy in the afternoon. But maybe even if I get an hour or something um, of business time in the morning to mm. when, like, my my creativity and um, brain is a lot fresher than in the in the afternoon. Mm. Um, that's in the afternoons is when I tend to if I if I'm doing any personal development or watching the Soulcraft videos and things like that, that's um, a lot easier in that kind of energy. So I've been paying attention to um, when my energy is highest and what works yeah. best in those times. Um, but, you know, I guess it's still. <laughs> still figuring it out. Uh, it's still figuring it out. And I yeah. don't think that that's ever really going to change by the looks yeah. of it. I, I, um, I think that I kind of fell in like a, to a little bit of a comparison. Like I, I'm so clear on what I want to do, what I'm here to do, my mission, like the, all of my socials and everything, it's in my head. I'm like, just, I think I just need to get Bella looked after for a couple of days to yeah. get that solidified. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and then um, so that it's, more proactive instead of I feel like it's a little bit too reactive at the moment and um, mm. it's it's draining running from that space yeah. instead of you know um being way more <laughs> way more prepared um so I have like an an outline of like you know what to, um for the day and the week and the month and, and everything like that because of the work um but I guess um, like uh, frustration can kind of set is that potentially a re, you know me bringing up resistance and just like instead of just like getting it done, mm, <laughs> getting mm. it done and like figuring out how yeah. do you think I'm not yeah, sure I, I think this is all it's all so relevant to everyone because we're all going to have something in our life yeah. that's 
Um, like I think children are one of the biggest, like I admire everyone who has children because I've never had children. And I just think, wow, like that's just another piece of the puzzle that it would be only a lot. one. Yeah, she's yeah. like one, one child. Like some people, yeah, my goodness. Yeah. But I think there's always like something in our life that is is pulling at us. Like say I um, have other things that are kind of pulling for my attention and Gabby and Michelle, Renee, Allison, you're always, you're all going to have something that's pulling for your attention whether it's children or not. Hi, sweetheart. So I think... I don't think that's resistance. I think that's more just having to work with what is, you know, like have, having a child or, um, so what, what do we do when we have, um, I might, might have you mute it just, just while I'm talking, Alicia, is that okay? And then when you respond, you, is that sorry. okay? Okay. No, 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 that's totally fine. Yeah. I think I love, love that she can be there. So no, 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 that's totally good. Um, so I think the main thing is to recognize that we always will have something pulling at us and that's not resistance. It's just, okay, this is the situation. So how, how can I work around it? And I, I think you're doing beautifully because you're just thinking, okay, now she's taking her nap. I'll put my time into what I can now. Oh, that shifted. So I'll put my time here. And I think that just comes with motherhood. You're kind of just like where I can fit the time in you do. <laughs> so, and, and other life circumstances as well. I would work a little bit with the seasons too, if, if you can. So like, say for example, now this would be more on, on the Australia side, the sun is getting up a lot earlier. So I, I'm finding I'm waking up like at five, which I never do, but the sun is just, I'm like up at five and I'm going to bed at nine. Now that may not be what you can do um, in your life, but is there anything with the seasons that you could work more with? Like possibly getting up earlier, you know, et cetera. Um, do you think that's I, something that could happen? Yeah. Yeah. Look, so I've been trying to get to bed earlier yeah. so that, um, I naturally wake up earlier than her. Yeah. Um, and then that, that works. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so that works. Mm. Hang on. I'm just going to mute myself for a second. All right. So um, I naturally wake up earlier. It's just um, she'll <laughs> she'll want to feed like when she first wakes up. Mm. And so if I can like sneak sneak around yeah. and make sure yeah. that she's um, still asleep, then that yeah. that works as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be more just work working with what is and never yeah. being hard on yourself. You know, like. Yeah. And, and I can, I can see from seeing you go through the course and what you're doing and your engagement, you're doing fantastic. So okay. yeah, I, I would say you're completely on track. If, if there is a way you could have her taken care of for a little bit, like financially, if that's, if that's viable, that's a great solution. But of course you just have to see where you are in your life and if that would work. But otherwise, I think just like, I don't know if people have heard Colette Larson say, just fit what you can into the nooks and crannies of your life, just where you can. Yeah, because you, you being a mother, like in my mind, is so wonderful. You know, you'd never want to give up this. So it's just like, how can I fit in these soulcraft principles where I can that will work for me and still keep me grounded and nourished and not stressed out? <laughs> And that will work for you now. And just, I would just keep being mindful. Ooh, okay, maybe I could get up a little bit earlier, but then I need to go to bed earlier. And every day is like a new, be curious. Like simply be curious. What could I do where this is going to feel good and will work? I think I am actually doing that. Hey, I yeah, guess I'm I think just so too. probably being yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, from what I see. Answer. Yeah, exactly. And. Yeah. You know, Soulcraft is very much like we have kind of routines and rituals to kind of keep you on track, mm. but also we want you to flow and you're, you're taking all these things and just fitting them in with flow. So I, I think mm. it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I did actually look at, um, uh, so we've just moved. I did actually look at a new child care. I'm going to check it out on Tuesday. So just that it's um, maybe half a day or one day that I can kind of chunk some stuff yeah. together. Yeah. Um, I, so 
like having structure for me is amazing. And like I used to go, oh, no, I'm a free spirit. But like it's seriously, it's the best thing for me. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. you know much about like, so I'm Pisces, but I'm sun, moon and ascending Pisces. Mm-hmm. And in, and in um, anything that's like <laughs> off, yeah. with the, off with the fairies, off with, you know, in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I checked out, you know, different birth dates and all of the things and human design and everything. And it's all, um, it all says the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's no getting away from it for yeah. me. Um, and so I guess it's just really um, finding my my groove in that because I yeah. am just so, um, I just really want this to, to work. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's a beautiful place to come from. Yeah. And I, I so agree with you. I find most people that are very free spirits, we actually need the structure so we can be free. <laughs> it's like you want the, the ship grounded so that you can, you can just be free to flow. But that, that groundedness keeps you, you know, stable and secure and, and everything inside. So I, I think you're doing great. I think the main thing is every day waking up, just being mindful and curious, how can I have this work for me? Because the challenge is, of course, with kids, the little that I know, not from personal experience, but what I've seen is you can get in a routine for a week and the next week it's different. You know, so it's, <laughs> we and, and this is for all of us too. Like we can have this great morning routine and all of a sudden something happens that, you know, our life has just shifted. So we, even if we're not parents or have children right now, we've got to be the same way too, like being able to flow especially I think we've all done really good through the pandemic of being able to pivot. So I think we're getting, all of us are getting really good at this. Yeah. I just, can I just quickly jump in? It is interesting that you said that as well. Cause I, I really, um, I think I just shifted on my mindset as well. I felt as though <clears throat> I'd fallen into the, you know, the pivoting and, Oh, you know, the pandemic, but, literally like there was some kind of offsetting of not not blame but kind of I spoke with my cousin who she's actually got a Thermomix direct sales business um and it was interesting because she wanted me to join her business a little while ago and I was just like you know you guys would do so much better if you had something online it's like it's so clunky and you've got to do this and there's so much time you've got to go deliveries and everything like that since they've gone online their business has just like gone ridiculous ridiculous Mm -hmm. and so in this time what it's really interesting for them is that it's and for a lot of people is that it's created so much more business and so much more um because they've allowed that and um I was having a conversation with someone recently and it was like they were putting everything on hold because of the mm. the pandemic um which I look I I, I get it I understand that everyone's in my god some some pretty dire situations um but to I guess keep that mindset and keep those those morning rituals which therefore keep your your business and everything in front of mind mm-hmm. each day I think has really been um, a game changer for me for, like, mm-hmm. with, the, with the soul craft mm-hmm. and and engaging like I, I realize I have been and that's yeah. been a concerted yeah. effort for me mm-hmm. because I've been in a lot of groups and haven't engaged as much mm-hmm. and you know being seen and, and that kind of thing but it's um it's like you know if you are wanting to attract the, the people that you're wanting you know that will be your people mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you got to be doing the things right like what you were yeah. saying you can't tell someone to do a morning routine if you're not if doing, you're not a doing routine. it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely Sorry, I, wanted, I just went on a total tangent. No, 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 <laughs> this is really good. I, I will move on to everyone else's questions, but I just want to kind of um, encapsulate this because this is so, so well said, Alicia. Um, it's so interesting. And this is why we encourage you to engage so much with Soulcraft because how you engage in Soulcraft is how the people will engage in your team. 
And I see it time and time again, the people who engage and contribute and do the work in Soulcraft, their team and the people that they're attracting do the same thing. Because of course, and this is such a beautiful concept from Wayne Dyer, we don't attract what we want, we attract who we are. Because remember, it's always gonna be a vibrational match. So the more that we show up in Soulcraft, and the more we do the work at any, and it's totally fine. Remember, always remember, it's always like a bike. We're going to go a little bit here, come back to center, a little bit here, come back to center. But when you come back and you're, you're doing the course and you're really showing up in life, people will get attracted to you in your business and your team will do more as well. So it always starts with us. So that, that's just beautiful. And then one final thing I want to say, I really think, I mean, this pandemic has been terrible and it's, it's ongoing and there's so many heartbreaking things, but I think it's given us an opportunity to really look at our business and our life differently and how we want to do life and business differently. And the more we can do that, we're going to give permission and we're going to give an example for others to follow. So never feel bad, you know, like there's these people who are struggling over here because sometimes that can make us want to shine less. But the more that you really design your life and your business as you want to, which is what I think the pandemic has given us, that chance to really look, the more we do that, we're going to give permission to other people to do it and to see we'll be way showers. Yeah. So keep shining, keep creating this business and life that you want. And also, I the other thing I think Elisa said that was so important, it's very hard. And it's, I mean, I think in everything, but especially in network marketing, not to compare ourselves to other people. You know, you might have someone that goes diamond in a year or gold in two weeks. Well, no, they can't do gold in two weeks, gold in four weeks. <laughs> And that's, that's an anomaly, you know, it's, it's wonderful, but it's, it's not the usual. And also you never want to compare yourself to someone's chapter 12 and your, your first chapter. So keep thinking about how do I want my life to look like good things are built over time, whether it's health relationships, anything. So don't worry about rushing any of this, as long as you're moving forward every week, that's all that matters. So you don't want to use that as like, oh, I'll disengage and I won't do the work. You want to keep moving forward. But as I always say, I don't care if module one takes you four weeks to do, as long as you're engaged and you're doing the work. If you're stuck in module one for eight weeks and you're not doing anything, yes, I care then because you're, you're not moving forward. But never think about, okay, this is taking me too long to go gold, ruby, emerald, diamond. As long as you're moving forward and you're creating this life that you want, that's all that matters. And so never compare yourself. Yeah. All right, let's switch to Gabby. Do you have, I know you asked one question. Is there other, any other question that's kind of burning for you since you're one of our new people? Just to make sure you, oops, you're just muted, sorry. Um, I just wrote it. I, I don't know if, you, if we are at the questions part. Yes, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it so it could be more clear. I, I oh, it just came to you now. That's so weird. Okay. okay. No, I just send it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me just. So I have a certification on ortho orthomolecular nutrition. Orthomolecular. What is ortho? Well, it's, it's like uh, you know the um, Linus Pauling um, Institute. Okay. Uh, founded like. Um, all the right nutrition for yourself. Okay. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So like cellular, molecular. Okay, got it. Okay, but I don't feel like it's a passion of mine. The things I feel passionate for, I don't think they complement my business. So I'm confused. I felt so good sharing the business part of my business, but in the past, if people won't get what they wanted in terms of money, won't stay for the product. So all that work I've put in these people fade away. I like to teach your coach. Should I go for personal development? Okay. So tell me, and this this is going to be for everyone. Um, I want you to write down right now, what are four things that you're really passionate about that you just love? Okay, so every, everyone write down. And if you can get 10 things out, that's great, but at least four things that you're just passionate about. Don't think about whether it suits your network marketing business, you know, but so it could be like music, it could be health, it could be dance, could be, um, could be Qigong. But what would, and I'll, I'll ask you some more questions. What would you do if, even if you weren't being paid to do it? 
What are you curious about? If you go into YouTube or you're on the internet and you see a YouTube video about it, you want to watch it. When you go to bookstores, what books appeal to you? You know, maybe it's cooking, maybe it's crafts, maybe it's like my mom makes cards. She's so in love with making cards. Like I could never make a card. Like this doesn't interest me, but she loves it. You know, like those things, like just things that you just love. What could you spend a whole Sunday afternoon doing and time just goes? What do you naturally like to share with people? You know, like when someone asks a question and you're like, oh, I want to tell you about this or I've got some ideas for this. Like I, I love raw, anything raw food. I'm always like, if I see a recipe or a book or someone's like, I don't know how to eat raw food. I love sharing about raw food. Like that's just, it gets me excited. Other people might be more excited about vegan or paleo, you know, but for me, I just, raw food is just always so interesting. Does anyone want to share some of those things that you have put down? Allison, do you want to share something that you put down? Um, the things I'm passionate about are wildlife in the countryside and dogs. Okay. And um, helping people with their health functional medicine. Okay. So Fantastic. A way of doing medicine rather than um, rather than pharmaceuticals. Okay. Fantastic. So holistic way of creating wellness and health. Yeah. And then also you're really passionate about being out in nature, being with your dogs. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to come back to that. Does anyone else want to share anything that they're passionate about? Yes, Gabby. Decoration. Okay. Okay. Get organized like Mary Kondo. Okay. Thank you. Okay. And personal, personal relationships. Okay. So, and when you say personal relationships, do you mean like um, yeah. family? No, like if, like if I was working in a, in a hotel or in a, in a, all the connections that yeah. you do. So to get new clients or I'm good at selling and I know that. So okay. when I'm passionate about something, I can share it. So um, that's why I, I can share very good the, the business part of my business, yep. but not so good the part of the product. And yep. all the passions, they don't get with nutrition. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you're, and this is very interesting. So obviously you, you like health, but you don't really like teaching about health. That's not your passion. Would I say because that correctly? Uh -huh, because I don't feel like I, I have all the answers or mm. I'm not um, an expert. Okay. I have the information. I've been nine years in the company, but mm. I, I, I can talk about it, but mm. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. So no. my background is different. So I don't feel confident. Okay. Now, two things. Do you, do you like, do you like talking about wellness though? Like, is it more that you don't feel confident about that you don't have enough knowledge or is it that you, that's not really your passion? Cause those are two separate things if we can figure that out. So is it more self-belief or is it just not enough passion to talk about it? No, I have passion, but mm. I think when I started looking through all of this, I I realized that to be to be physically well, you have to be on your emotions and your um, spirituality. Yeah, okay. yeah, yes. So I went I went more on that path. I don't right. know if I, I I I was looking for different kind of therapies like yeah. the healing or access bars or all the other kind more yes. than the product. But I, I know mm. that to be physically well, you have to combine them. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, so are you, mm, and, are, and are you passionate about the more spiritual, emotional side of, of, of health as well? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I love that part. Yeah. That one I love. Mm -hmm. Okay. That, that's fantastic. <laughs> 
But you're not what, sorry? An expert. Okay. So I don't know how to start what you, all the tasks that yeah. we were supposed to do in this module. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So let's, that's, that's good because what we really want to look at with our passions is, is, is the fear because you want to, you never want to be talking about stuff that you're not interested in. But if you're, so if you told me, I'm just not really that, I don't love talking about health, you know, that wellness, like that's one thing we shouldn't be talking about that then. But if the, the factor is that I just don't feel, feel I have enough knowledge, then that you, you, that's a totally different thing. And that can be easily, easily put to the side. Mm -hmm. So I want to give you an example of me. So when I started talking about nutrition and fitness, so let me tell you my four things. So I think some of you know, but not everyone. So my four things are health and wellness, business, life design, personal development, and dance. Mm -hmm. so, so those are my four things. And when I started at 27, those were all things that I wanted. So I had an eating disorder. So I wanted to teach the very thing I didn't, because I, I wanted to learn and then I wanted to teach that. I wasn't wealthy at 27. <laughs> I'd only started a business, so I had no business experience. I was an okay. English lit major. <laughs> Personal development, I loved, especially like quantum physics and designing your life and connection to universe, but I was so new. You know, 27, I come from a religious background. 27 read the Celestine Prophecy and it's like, oh my God, it's a different world, <laughs> but no experience. And then dance, I didn't start till I was 27. So I didn't grow up as a dancer. I just always wanted to dance and started when I was 27. So none of those things were, was I an expert when I started learning and teaching, but I just wanted to learn it for myself. And I wanted to teach others the very thing that I wanted to have in my life. So I wanted more health. I wanted more money. I wanted more balance. And I wanted to have that and wanted to teach everyone else that. That is a beautiful place to come from. Because there's an integrity there, there's a desire to help other people, there's a humbleness as well. And while now back back when I was 27, so that's like 22 years ago, you really didn't need you, you probably needed you need fitness certifications, but you could actually be a health coach without having a certification. So to this day. I don't have a health certification because I started when you didn't need one. And now I've got so much experience. I still don't have one. I think today you do need, if you want to be a health coach, I think you do need, you know, like IIN, integrative nutrition, you know, something, but it doesn't have to be, you know, like super expensive. So there are, but all of those things you can learn. And I can guarantee you the people who are doctors and are in network marketing, they actually find it harder to build a team. Because everyone says, I'm never going to have your level of experience. I'm not going to be able to explain this. And network marketing is not about being an expert. It's about finding out what they need and how you could provide a solution and get the information to them, even if it's not through you. If it's through Ask the Scientist, if it's through, you know, I use Dr. Mark Hyman, who isn't even in USANA, so much for his articles. I love, or Dr. Libby, you know, she used to be in USANA, but she's, right, yeah. So you want to let go having to be an expert now because every expert was once a beginner. Okay, and I want all of you to, to not only absorb this for you, but for your team. Because well, no one will get started. Go ahead, go but, ahead, Gary. But, but one of the tasks was like to put, put a date or set a date to do something, okay? Yes, yes, so yes, yes. My, my next question is, and you're, you were talking about it, that now that everything is online, can I yeah. do like a Facebook live with an expert yeah. <laughs> and then and, and put that like next Friday, five o'clock yeah. uh, and I invite all my friends in Facebook and, and I'll, I'll do that like maybe through Zoom, but Facebook live. Can I do that? So yes. Can, can I do that? That's, okay. Oh my goodness. That's brilliant. That's okay. absolutely brilliant. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> and even, you know, if you are like you, if you've done a, a training, you're like, I'm really interested in, and I need to go soon because it's the next call. I'm so sorry. This call, this call went so fast, but let's say there's anything you're interested in learning. So maybe you do a short little webinar on, I don't know, um, Qigong. 
you could do a Facebook Live. And I just did this webinar in Qigong. And these are the five things that I learned that I wanted to share. So even you just sharing what you learn is going to bring a tribe to you, build your list. Yeah. So two things, bringing in an expert and then going and learning it and sharing what you learn. Yeah. I mean, I've even thought this Qigong was so good. I'm going to ask this fellow if he will, if I can video him. If he doesn't have time, I'm just going to ask him, can I video you? And then I'll, I'll just do it for my people. Like I literally would teach it to people because I think it's so amazing. And, but I'm not a Qigong expert. And I would tell people that this, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up. So bring in an expert or whatever you learn, turn around and teach. All right, Renee, we didn't get to you. Do you, do you have a question? Is that okay? Can, can you hear me? It's very, very low. Okay. I have it as much as I can. Okay. It, is that better? It's a little bit better. Okay, here I am. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, go go ahead. Um, I really, all, I really don't have a question because this my mind feels like mush. <laughs> so. I just joined a week and a half ago or whatever it's been two weeks ago. Yeah, but I I must say um, that with you talking about clarity can with clarity comes in action and not thinking Yeah, because yeah. all these years I've been in network marketing, it's been up here and it's yeah. like, Oh, okay. I'll be doing that. And pretty soon all the days go by and I'm not doing it because it's yeah. up here. Yeah. So this uh, past Monday, um, my whole business has just changed because of you and this group. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. I've, everything you I'm gonna cry oh that's wonderful everything <clears throat> so anyway um long story short I just want to thank you I, I don't so have awesome. questions right now I'm just doing everything I'm <laughs> that's so fantastic so fantastic yeah it's and and realize I want to say this for for both Gabby and Renee module one and two and three there's a lot and then you have a, a break and then everything kind of just flows. Feel free, module one, if you need to take an extra week, module two, you need to take an extra week because there's, there's no rush, you know? So, but just kind of keep yourself like, okay, I'm going to push myself so I'm a little bit out of my comfort zone, but not so where I feel stressed out. Okay, so. I, I, trust, I trust you, so I'm going to do what you say and I believe you. <laughs> okay, okay. You're, you're just doing so fantastic. Yeah, so fantastic. And remember, this this is a lifetime access as long as I have Soulcraft out there. So it's it's you're going to be able to keep accessing this and being on this journey. And as long as we're kind of on that edge of keeping growing, it's all gonna it's all gonna fit together perfectly. Yeah. Right, and I think connection too. I I've connected with your group and you yeah. more than I have any other group I've ever been in. <laughs> yeah. So connection is so is so important especially because we want to be online but we we need to be super like actually connected you know not just like yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah <laughs> all right well in a way i'm so glad you don't have questions because i was like oh my goodness we're at the end of the time and we haven't got to your questions so you're you're up for number one when we when we have our next call all right everyone let's take a quick picture and um let me get us into our full screen and then I'll post really quickly. And then if you can just write your two ahas and your two action steps. All right, so big smile. One, two, three. So cute. <laughs> and then go crazy. One, two, three. Ah! Awesome. <laughs> All right, so Natasha is next week. So she'll do the life coaching where that really gets into some really fun stuff. So your, your homework is, of course, the ahas, um, looking at resistance. So where are you resisting and where, you, where can you lean into that? Eating your frog before noon. And then keep looking into those things that you love and incorporating them more into your life. You know, whatever, whatever it is. And we'll, we're, that's always going to be the theme. How can we bring more of what we love into our business? Yeah. And always staying in action. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone. Need, 
And you don't need to be an expert to, to share what you know. Like, don't think that. Yes. Yeah, Michelle, that's so well said. Yeah. Yeah. You share what you know. If you know one thing, you share that. And I, I taught music for 25 years. And if I had waited to know everything, I would never have taught. And all the joys and the children's lives that I would not have touched, you know. So, and same with the business. I have an associate. She she knows like so much, but she wants to be like one of the scientists. So she doesn't say anything like, no, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. People don't want to know all that. They just want to know. What will it do for them or what color is it or how will they feel? That's all they want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And when you and get if that they want urge, to know more, you send them and ask the scientist. Yeah. Yeah. So well said. Because if, if we don't speak up too, we could lose that, that moment in time when that person needs to hear that information. Mm-hmm. You know, trust that that person is in your path for the right it's just the right time. And if you speak from your heart, you know, it's, it's, it's always good. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone, I got to jump onto the call. Lots of love. We'll see you on the forum. So good to see you, Allison, too. And bye, bye, everybody. Bye, Allison. Bye, Alicia. Bye, Gabby, Michelle, Renee.